Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Stewsdays, but this time on a Wednesday. Very busy, Stu Kedwell, these days. Stu, uh, you, you, you've been up to, uh, you're in high demand these days. It's a busy time, Dave. Uh, supposed to be the last quiet week of the summer, but it's busy. Yeah, because it really isn't quiet and really hasn't been quiet in markets all year. All kinds of stuff going on. And then, like you say, uh, really everyone gets back, and in a way, not everyone, but a, a big chunk of people, that, that line in the sand, particularly here in Canada, where most kids go back to school that first day after Labor Day and, and, and things get just that touch more serious than they might have been in the summer. Uh, and and, and one, you know, one of the reasons we talked about last week why, why markets tend to react uh, or, or make moves in uh, in September, October, as as people recalibrate their thoughts. So so lots of stuff to review today. Stu, uh, w- why don't we start with uh, with one of your areas of expertise, which is the the bank earnings, all the Canadian banks uh, reported, and did did you glean anything out of that? Any surprises? And, and then maybe we'll we'll take it and then connect it to all the other stuff we're seeing in the background around rates and inflation, and such. Yeah, it's a, it's a good yeah. So all the Canadian banks reported the numbers themselves were, you know, some were a little bit better than expectations. Some were a little bit worse. Um, where they were worse, it was for areas that we already knew were quite slow, uh, capital markets related. Um, you know, you could see in all the deal activity that that was slow, and we've, you know, we've talked about that in the past. When when you get into a volatile period, uh, some of that activity slows down. There were some uh, marks on some trading positions that, uh, uh, you know, impacted results. You know, the good thing about those marks is you can't take them twice. Uh, so they, you know, they tend not to repeat. Um, net interest margins were better, uh, significantly better in some cases and look to continue to get better. But, you know, the, the debate uh, that came out of the quarter, which is very similar to the market as a whole, is... You know, the economy has, uh, you know, there's been a fair amount of tightening uh, that sits inside the economy. There's no signs of its impact as of yet. For a bank, that means, you know, really will provisions for credit uh, be higher next year? They're expected to be higher, but how high? And, um, you know, we went into this quarter knowing that, uh, you know, there was not likely to be any conclusive evidence on that part uh, going in. So, uh, you know, you couldn't really solve that, uh, that kind of itch that the market has around where will provisions for credit go? Where where will business be next year? Um, you know, capitalization was very good. As I say, net interest margins expanding. Uh, you know, all those facets were were quite were quite reasonable. But it it really was, uh, you know, the same thing that the market is is uh, thinking about in general is that we've had tightening. Uh, we're going to have a little bit more. I don't I don't think a whole lot more, but a little bit more. And what will that do to the economy and earnings? Uh, on the other side. And, um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about, you know, how price is kind of the, the arbiter of, uh, of, of where, uh, where earnings might be in the short term. And as, as valuations come down, then, uh, you know, you're getting, you're getting compensated uh, for, uh, you know, a slowdown, which is a good thing if you're a long-term investor, that's, uh, that's when you want to think about uh, putting some money to work. Yeah, and 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 Stu, um, 
if, if we if we now if if we now dovetail into the uh, to, to the broader economy and some of the things we've 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 seen just just over the last week since we since we spoke yep. and uh, and and it just continues to be an unbelievable news flow. I, I guess that's what it is living in uh, in in 2022 in this uh, in this day and age that stuff just comes at you like a fire hose. But um, the chart that you sent me this week, yeah, we send me something interesting. I like that actually. It's almost like a, <laughs> it's almost like a birthday card uh, every week in in email, but a really smart one uh, was was the chart on inflation expectations. And I know when I've been doing um, events with uh, with investors or or advisors, I, I, I've had a, a the, the same chart out, a little bit different format than what you sent me, um, to to really highlight. Uh, where those inflation expectations have been moving, and particularly uh, since the sort of middle of uh, middle of June, uh, when when the Fed just did that, did their first 75 basis point move, Bank of Canada followed up with a with a full percent. Why don't you talk about that that chart in terms of inflation expectations and 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 how you read it, and and what that means to you from a market perspective? Yeah, well, it's a great it's a great point. So, you know, you can look inside of a yield curve. You can compare a, a nominal yield curve, which includes inflation, and a, and a real yield curve, which doesn't. And that gives you an idea about the market's expectation for inflation at, at different times uh, and different maturities. And um, if you look out kind of on a one-year basis, the expectation for inflation, as calculated by the differences in these yield curves, has almost halved going into next year. It was, you know, thinking it might be uh, north of six and, and now it's come, it's come quite a bit down. And, um, you know, that pathway of the decline in inflation is going to be really important. Um, you know, there's lots of evidence uh, that uh, inflation is, is declining. So still positive, but declining. You know, we've, we've, we've mentioned in the past, which I think is still, you know, the last, uh, you know, kind of significant question on the inflation front is wage growth. Um, you know, we've seen some wages get renegotiated here at still healthy levels, and we'll have to see next year whether or not, you know, that comes off the boil a little bit. But nevertheless, you're seeing inflation migrate in the right direction, which, um, you know, the, the Federal Reserve is is going to be very vigilant on, you know, talking about wanting to get the inflation genie back in the bottle, but they also at the same time say that they're data dependent. So, you know, the evidence that that these expectations that are now uh, setting up inside fixed income markets are correct will be the data that um, eventually allows the Federal Reserve to take uh, to take their foot off the gas on uh, on tightening monetary conditions. And, um, you know, we'll we'll you know, we always thought we would see, uh, you know, a healthy increase in September. But in all likelihood, we'll start to see a smaller increments as we move uh, as we move forward. Yeah, I, I uh, we 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 saw Powell, uh, uh, Fed Chairman uh, Jerome Powell's comments uh, from Jackson Hole last Friday. Really roiled markets. Markets have been really to the downside since then because uh, he he used a very interesting uh, word to describe where the economy was headed, and that was the word pain. Which, uh, which, which I think um, is 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 just kind of a visceral, uh, you know, image that it creates that word, that pain. I, I, I think back to the the old Star Trek episode with the Vulcan mind meld, 
with Spock and that creature that was experienced a lot. Pain. <laughs> that was uh, that 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 was one of my favorites. But but the 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 analogy I've been I've been drawing when I've been I've been speaking to uh, to, to clients and advisors around the Fed and what they're doing in terms of the talk and actions too. Uh, is is parenting. I'm sure lots of listeners are, are parents. I'm a parent. I've got two uh, two teenage daughters, and my wife and I, uh, you know, we try. We, we they're they're great kids, but they'll they'll get off the path occasionally. And you know, we'll say what what's the what's the best way to to punish today? Well, the Fed it's raising interest rates and tightening monetary policy. For us, it's you know, hey, we'll take your phone away if you if you if you uh, if you go off course. And and if if we think back to last year. Uh, well, what was what were they the Federal Reserve doing as a as a parent? Well, well if we say, well, we're going to take your phone away, and then we don't, and then our kids go and do the same thing again, and we don't take the phone away, and then we do the same thing again, we don't take the phone away. All of a sudden, the kids start to think, hey, mommy and daddy aren't serious. They're never going to take the phone away. And and kind of what's changed is that that when the Fed raised rates 75 basis points in June, followed up with 75 basis points, you saw the Canadian. Uh, Bank of Canada raise a full percentage point uh, is, you know, all of a sudden uh, the parents got serious. You know, they didn't take the phone away for a week. Now they said they're going to take it away for a month and they took it away for a month. And now the kids are worried that, that you know, mommy and daddy are so serious, maybe they'll take it away for two months next. And and so they, they, they're almost, uh, they, they've got that credibility back. And and that's why that that the chart with inflation expectations I thought was uh, was was so important because that's a reflection in a way of of the belief that 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 serious steps have been taken so like wow we're not going to let this get completely out of hand when when mummy and daddy have to be serious they're going to be serious and the kids better take notice. Uh, yeah, there's no question of that, uh, Dave. And, and the other the other stat that I would point to really is the ten-year bond. Um, you know, where we're sitting here, uh, you know, say at uh, around 3% on the 10-year bond in the United States, which was not far off. It's actually lower than where we were in June when uh, the peak of the worry around inflation uh, was in place. And, um, you know, the 10-year bond is, is so important that it remain uh, at a reasonable level. It's very important to valuation. Uh, you know, we've, we've talked about the two legs of the stool, the multiple and the earnings. It's very important to the multiple but also it is the indicator that uh, the phone is being taken away long enough, right? Like yeah. um, if yeah. you didn't take the phone away, the 10 year bond would migrate to three and a half to 4% and it would be indicative of that, not just the phone, but the television uh, and you name it is going away uh, for an extended period of time. So uh, you're bang on, you know, the Fed is, is, is gonna be talking tough around inflation and the 10 year, the, the longer term interest rate is really the sign of some degree of success on that front, and I guess the uh, the the next uh, the next measure, and we'll have uh, Eric Lascelles on uh, in, the, in the next couple of days to talk about is the uh, are the, the the jobs reports and that that are coming out uh, over the uh, over the next week, and uh, and some other economic uh, measures that will uh, will will you know will hopefully I, I think and if if we're if we're on the bullish side of things, hopefully uh, continue to show signs of you know, an economy that's doing okay and inflation that's peaked and rates that have uh, have somewhat peaked. Yep, that's bang on. I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll watch for the wage components, the wage growth components of these uh, statistics. Those will be very important. But, um, uh, you know, containing inflation, uh, even if near-term earnings are, are a little sluggish, gives you the confidence that the longer-term earnings picture will 
you know, revive and those earnings can trade at a reasonable multiple. And that is the, uh, you know, the ticket to, to equity market returns over time. Great. Well, a lot of great stuff there, as always, Stu. Uh, just for our regular listeners, and uh, and we always uh, we always thank you. We're uh, we're growing by leaps and bounds. So uh, I'm I'm glad people are are listening and enjoying. You know, particularly Stu, you got to put up with me. But uh, we uh, we've we've got uh, we've we've got a lot of growth in the in the listenership, and 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 we do appreciate it, and we really do hope. Uh, that we're giving you a lot of information that's helping you make better investment decisions, better financial planning decisions, because uh, that's what this is all about. I uh, told you at the front end of the summer that uh, we'd likely be a little, there'd be a few more gaps in between episodes uh, than normal, and that that's kind of the way it played out. Uh, but next week, uh, we cross Labor Day. We talked about the implications that that has for markets, have implications here. Uh, we're setting up our schedule so that we'll be uh, a little bit more frequent and a little bit more regular, maybe even a lot more regular, uh, through September and October. So uh, so please continue listening. We'll have a, a whole gamut of fantastic guests from all around the world, including a continuation of Stu's Days. And so, Stu, the message for you on all that is that the podcast host is getting serious. No more skipping Tuesday. I don't care how busy you are. Uh, you got to be on time to do your, uh, your, your, your guest appearance. Well, as long as I have my phone, Dave, if someone takes it from me, then I'm in trouble. Yeah, well, we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out a, a, a punishment for you. Uh, the last time I checked, you're not a teenage girl. So the, the, the phone might not be the, 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 the best way to get at you. Okay. Thanks take, very much. Take Dave. away... Take away your golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stu. Thanks very much. And, uh, and again, thanks everyone for listening. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management, Inc. for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.